Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome to the show. It's Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. Hope y'all are good. Hope y'all are feeling healthy. Hope y'all are keeping your minds focused and sharp. Somebody asked me how I was doing today. And I said, stop asking that in that way, because it feels like you don't even really want to hear how I'm doing. You're just like, it's like an American, like how are you doing? is kind of like an American saying, <laughs> like we don't actually care how you're doing. They're just like, Hey, how are you? And then you're like, well, actually what I'm doing, how am I? I'm a bit um I'm a bit mentally fatigued from dealing with the uh, immensity of a uh, impending genocide as well as uh, the reality that we are under the threat of a fascist government. And t- on top of that, you know, we're just seeing along with Bow Wow and uh, you know Juicy J the decline of hip hop as a genre, as a culture, and as a music. So you know, how am I doing? I'm just you know I'm all right. I'm I'm just okay. And they're like, true. <laughs> So there's that. Uh, But today is National Food Day. Um, And for Americans, that's scary because our food is wild. So make sure to eat your vegetables and make sure they're like real vegetables, not ones that were grown by Monsanto. Um, I'm giving you a lot to chew on. A lot, a lot. Because we've got Black Era News coming up. We've got Tyler Perry. He told Paramount he can do bad all by himself. Also, he told the people something that I told y'all. So we were on the same page about something, okay? Also, we're going to do our new segment, Bringing Up Old-ish, with our special guest today, Kimberly Renee. She's going to come on and tell us about some Black history. We got the team that wants me to guess... <laughs> y'all want me to guess a celebrity confession, okay? So we're going to play a game where they basically tell me about a celebrity confession. I have to guess who did the confession, all right? We also got the Big Up Let Down. I believe... That singer share should get my big up today. I also believe in love after love. Um, we're also going to do our letdown, which involves Jigga what? Jigga who? No surprise here, but Americans are losing faith in institutions. I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about the popo. I'm talking about the government and everything in between. We're watching the fall of Rome, everybody. And you're watching it with us right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Also, you're going to be watching the Summer Olympics in LA, and they're adding five more sports, including breakdancing. So we're going to add five more to that that, you know, would be specific to LA. You know, some Cali stuff. So we're going to get into all of that today. It's a beautiful show. And um, by a beautiful girl. I'm talking about me. <laughs> All right, stay connected with us 24-7 on socials at Seals Said It. Also, give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Blacker News is up next, and it's time to listen, laugh, and learn on The Amanda Seals Show. Blackery, 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 Blackery,
Steel Show. Your girl Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Let's drop into some black hearing news. Okay, so recent polling of Americans about Republican leadership and Americans' core institutions revealed a lack of faith and a mistrust in everything. Literally in everything. Okay? A mistrust in the courts, a mistrust in the church, organized religion in general. Just everybody is just paranoid. Will destroy it. Paranoia mm-hmm. will destroy it. Okay? So the GOP's internal bickering, as we've been seeing with this whole uh, leaders, um, Speaker of the House thing that's gone for mm-hmm. nearly three weeks, has left open the Speaker's position, and it's widely seen as the latest indication of the very deep problems within the nation's institutions. Now, earlier this year, when we saw what was going on in Tennessee, that was also an indication of like, wow, like Tennessee, y'all can't get your act together. But right. we're like, yeah, right. but it's Tennessee. Now right. it's like, wait, in D.C., y'all doing that? <laughs> Various polls say the negative feelings also include a loss of confidence or interest in institutions such as policing, the Supreme Court, even banking. Now, some might say this is a bad thing. Okay. (sighs) The reason why it might be a bad thing on one hand is because, like, for instance, voter apathy is Mm -hmm. very real. And like not voting allows for there to be more opportunity for people who actually like have a very narrow view of what this country should be to get into power and exact that upon all of us. Right. The positive thing about there being apathy around these other things or not necessarily apathy, but distrust because there's a difference. And Mm -hmm. here's what I want to align. Here's what I want to illuminate as the difference. Apathy means you don't care. Right. Distrust is I care that this don't look like some this lining up. Right. And there's, Action that can be done in the latter, not the former. Apathy Mm -hmm. means I don't care. I'm not doing nothing. I don't even know what to do. So I'm just let it do what it does. Whereas Mm -hmm. if we can really harness action out of the distrust, then we can actually see people who will come with ideas on how to change these institutions or shift the tide of these institutions to a more trustworthy or useful or consistent you know, fashion. And I'm not saying that's right, going to happen right. overnight by any means, but just checking out ain't going to be it. Nope. It's going to be, it's going to be checking in, right? Like that's what it's going to be. Cause you know, the opposite of love isn't hate. They say it's indifference. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like at this point, if you still live here, you don't have the luxury of indifference. No, not at all. Indifference only puts you as creates a victim. That's it. It's you literally volunteering for your own victimhood. That's what indifference is. And I cannot stress enough that I know so many of y'all are very disenchanted with Joe Biden seeing how he's treating the genocide in Palestine. It does not change the reality that if he is the only option to vote for, it is in our best interest to vote for the lesser of two evils. Not voting at all is not in our best interest. It's not. And some people are like, why does it matter? They have an electoral college anyway. And I know that there's, I know those of y'all who feel that way, you're not wrong either. I am simply just not willing to give them even more. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not willing to give them even more um, opportunity to to do funny styleness. Like, play in our faces at the very least. Well, why should black people care? Why? That was very his eyes on this pharaoh. I was like, why we should <laughs> why should black people care? Ooh, okay. that could be the one. Jazzy. Why should black people care? Mm, I like that one. Why should black 
people care. It has like a, a gospel, but a secular touch to it. It's very, you feel me? I, 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 I stand alive. <laughs> yes, I was thinking disco when I sang it. There we go. Okay, mission accomplished. I think that's the one, Rita. I think that's the one. Why should black people care? This is why. Because we need to work strategically to save ourselves because the system is not our savior. Nope. That's it for Black Green News. We got some pop culture when we get back. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Everybody, how y'all doing out there? It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and comments and specialist. It is time for some Black Green News. Let's take it down to the West Side. The International Olympic Committee announced it has accepted a proposal by five local organizers of the 2028 Summer Olympics in Los Angeles. Oh, my gosh, that's going to be very stressful (laughs) to add five new sporting events to the Olympic Games. These sports are baseball slash softball, which I'm surprised. I think I I always thought softball was in the Olympics. Um, It was in Tokyo, but I think I think they kind of like take it in and out depending on the summer. I see. Okay, cricket, flag football. Really? What? Really? <laughs> Lacrosse and squash. I thought they were adding. I thought they added breakdancing to the Olympics. It'll break be in dancing. Paris. Yeah. So breakdancing comes in 2024 in Paris. These new sports will be in LA oh, in 2028. Okay. All right. Got you. Got you. All right. So the B boys are going to be in Paris. Um, I'm already claiming it. Well, not even claiming it, but I'm calling it that someone Japanese is going to end up winning. Just saying. Because the way they don't play around <laughs> with breakdancing, it only seems like that is the way it's going to go. Now, the Los Angeles Olympics will mark the first time ever that flag football and squash have even been played. But we were like, you know what? If it's going to be in L.A., we think that there are some other sports that could be added mm-hmm. specifically for the L.A. Olympic Games. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's run it down. Yeah. First and foremost, I really feel like if we're going to be in the West West, <laughs> let's do... Crip walking. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, and it's and it's really about not just like style, but there's also a whole separate crip mm-hmm. walking till you pass out. Okay. Event. Okay. Okay. One event is for the artistry, the other event is for the longevity. Do you have the, the stamina to rep your set? How long can you? All right. Okay. Um, okay. White, black Air Force Ones. Either one is fine, but we. it is a no colors event. It is a no colors event. Yeah. Let's, let's the rules are everyone has to wear a white tee. Yeah. That's the rules. I didn't make them up. Actually, I did make them up. All right. <laughs> next game. Next event. Weed rolling Ooh, and okay. smoking competition. Now, we have selected this as not just a singles um, event, but also doubles. Okay? okay. Yeah. Also doubles. Now I know that there are a lot of couples out there where one person okay. is the roller of mm-hmm. the blunt and the other person is the, um, the getter of the actual weed, right? Yes. yes. The acquirer. <laughs> all right. Um, so it's a hunter and gather type relationship. Mm, and so okay. we want to see that play out here in the weed rolling and smoking competition. Okay. How much is this also can you pass out? I think we're going to be judging this based on like the, the length of the, of the blunt. Like how is the consistency of the blunt? Like, you know, do we have seeds falling out? You know, also because the person, yes, yes, is it well secured? The person who's also Mm. providing the weed that goes in it, like how well did they sift through the weed? Were there (laughs) sticks and stems? 
<laughs> you know, were they Equality. lazy about it? Quality, yeah. right. So yeah. that's also going to be an event that we think is necessary. Um, now, one of the events that we think is really just something that can happen extemporaneously, you know, it just can happen just by nature of location <laughs> is the LAPD chase. Woo, 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 oh. woo, woo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, and this, of course, can only be judged by one person. OJ Simpson. Uh, yeah. So that will be the in-house <laughs> judge for that one. Um, now, two of the ones that we have that are just still in committee right now, we haven't mm-hmm. actually uh, broken them out, are okay. the return of the crate challenge. So the reason uh, that this is held up is because we're still waiting for insurance clearance um, okay. because there are going to be definite fractures. Yeah. Uh, and we also are really curious about the realities of a BBL obstacle course. And the uh, only thing really holding hmm. this up is determining the ways in which we are measuring the winners. Um, okay. Contestants will be placed based on butt weight. And so we're basing this on, you know, weight classes for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. Weight classes for boxing, weight classes for wrestling. So this will be a weight <laughs> class based on booty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is really innovative. You guys, we're, we're doing important work. Okay. Yeah. We're doing important work. We're also just really happy to be here in Los Angeles for this. And hopefully um, by then you will be ready with your BBL on deck to participate. So see you there. I feel like I'm trying to sing the Olympic theme, but it sounds like Star Wars. So I'm going to let it go. Uh, we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Now, our last break, we were talking about the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles. And I was trying to remember mm-hmm. the Olympic theme song. And I was saying that, like, I had started, like, singing what I thought was the Olympic theme song. And I was like, actually, that sounds like Star Wars. Right. Um, turns out, the same person composed the Star Wars theme song and the Olympics Ooh. theme song. John well, Williams. Also, fun fact, he also composed the theme song for Indiana Jones and for Harry Potter. Oh, he worked. Yeah. So, shout out to John Williams. All right. Shout out to 60 Second Headlines. Let's get into this. All right, Amanda. First up, Wisconsin Republicans are blocking pay raises for staff at the University of Wisconsin system unless they end diversity programs. Let me tell you something about these people. The way that they just do not want anybody to thrive except the white people, like they're so clear mm. about it now. They're not even fronting. They're just like, DEI stands for you is dirty, you is evil, you is irrational. <laughs> well, John Legend wants us to thrive, Amanda, because he's entering the tech space with a new startup called It's Good, designed to share food and travel recommendations. Is this something we need? It's like Yelp, but for like real n- I mean, I guess like it's good, but it ain't good. Good is like what would be considered I guess, a, a reasonable rating. Right. Right. Also, a homeowner is mulling her next steps after a company mistakenly demolished her home. She owned in Atlanta while she was on vacation. So apparently her neighbor like checked in and was like, hey, girl, um, they over here talking about they're going to demolish your house. And she didn't get back in time. And this is I can't eat like this took my breath away, but um, it's the wives of Atlanta, but the house is silent. You know what? Let's go to the next story. (laughs) Rapper and entrepreneur Snoop Dogg is expanding his business, branching into a line of premium coffee products with beans sourced locally from Indonesia. 
if Snoop don't start a show called Dog Tank, I don't know what we're doing. Okay, because at the at this point, it's like you you can't come up with all these ideas yourself. Just start investing in other people's stuff. I'm with you. And last but not least, Usher was given a major honor, a key to the city of Las Vegas. Okay, okay, or sure, he got that Grammy winner. Began his Vegas residency in 2021, and has since been dubbed the new king of Las Vegas. I'm excited, y'all. I'm going to the show this weekend. We're gonna see. How it is. I um people keep saying he gonna sing to me. I'm like, I'm not famous enough for him to sing, sing to me. To so that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I'll put my, I'll I put my money on him. it. Put my money on it. So when you come back next He's not gonna sing. Like, I'm not famous uh, enough for that. I'm not famous enough. But I will be watch. singing, I'll be your girl, baby. Like I'll be singing all the songs, okay? U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. What you wanna do? <laughs> All right. Well, those were your 60-second headlines. Just having to listen, life, and learn on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for us to get into another edition of Why You Bringing Up Old All right. Now today... Our guest who is going to be taking us back is Ms. Kimberly Renee, who is always on these internets schooling us on little known black facts that we actually need to all know. And today's is something that I have never heard of. And so I'm even extra excited about the topic of the German coast uprising of 1811. Kimberly, bring up some old sh. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, first, thanks for having me here. But y'all, let's get into it because I really want to take a moment to remind us what resistance can look like. Because in America, I think we've gotten accustomed to learning about nonviolent acts of resistance, like sit-ins and marches and legal yes. action and wait-ins and all of that. And we've forgotten the quintessence, word of the day from yesterday, of by you. any means necessary. Assuming that a peaceful approach is the only acceptable way for us to free ourselves. So obviously that does not mean that we condone violence, but rather we acknowledge that historically, when the language of the oppressor is violence, sometimes you got a code switch. Case in point, the Civil War. Okay. So this old but relevant ish that we're bringing up today is the story of a violent resistance that occurred in Louisiana in 1811 that many people have never heard of, like you, Amanda. Um, it was this country's largest uprising or rebellion of enslaved people, and I'm actually just learning about it. 
in part because the oppressors in this story intentionally buried it. And the question we must ask is why? And then apply that knowledge to scenarios like the ones we see similar today. Because ain't nothing new under the sun. So here's what happened was... The Black folks in Louisiana wanted to be a free Black republic, just like Haiti, and they were ready to pay the ultimate price for it. It's 1811. We're just a few years after the Haitian Revolution, the moment in history when Haiti violently overthrew French rule and freed themselves. And now literal boatloads of Haitians are in Louisiana, whether by exile, choice or force, some of whom fought in that same revolution. Scholars estimate that there are now more enslaved people in the territory than white folks. And that population shift got white folks real nervous. And the black folks, they're queuing up some 1800s version of Nuck If You Buck. So following the lead of Charles Delon, who was likely Haitian, black people free enslaved from different countries and origins and speaking different languages are all coming together, plotting and planning. Now, get this. Charles was a biracial man employed as an overseer on Manuel Andre's plantation, which means his enslaver trusted him. Charles used that trust to gain the freedom he needed to move from plantation to plantation without supervision, recruiting folks for what was about to go down. So it's late in the evening, January 8th, 1811, on the Andrew Plantation, and 15 freedom seekers attack the plantation's enslaver, wounding him and killing his son. And now it's on. The crew formed what looked like a militia, donned in seized military garb and weapons, traveling riverside from St. John the Baptist Parish south towards New Orleans. As they march, 15 grew to several hundred as other black freedom seekers joined the cause. They organized on the fly, appointed officers, flaggers, and drummers, and armed themselves with machetes, swords, axes, and a few guns. Singing and chanting war cries, they went from plantation to plantation and torched them. It was giving cinematic Angela Bassett waiting to exhale, toss the match over your shoulder and let the car burn as you walk away. <laughs> After about 48 hours, the revolutionaries were thwarted by the local white militia. The black people who weren't killed were held captive for trial and later executed, totaling just under 100 black lives lost. But killing the enslaved wasn't enough. To deter other freedom seekers, oppressors responded to the killing of two white men by beheading the rebels and then lining miles of major roadway to New Orleans with bloody severed heads they placed what? on pikes. Yes, ma'am. Though many lives were lost, this rebellion weakened the system of chattel slavery and, sim- and stimulated more revolts in the following years, including Nat Turner's rebellion. What I found most interesting, though, Amanda about this revolt was how the oppressors painted themselves as victims and criminalized freedom seekers, which, of course, translated to media. Here are a few sentences for you from an Alexandria paper. We lay before our readers the following letter addressed by the brave and respectable elder, Mr. Andre. Now, remember, that was the plantation owner. Okay, here's something from the Portland paper. With great exertions, about 80 whites were immediately collected and marched against the thugs, I mean brigands, who were defeated and driven into the woods which with much loss. Okay, Philadelphia paper. Civilized men ought to remember well his standing and never let himself sink down to the level of savage. 
Andrew himself. You see what they do? You see mm-hmm. what they do? You see right. what they do? You see how they flip retaliation uh-huh. of their savagery? Like it's it, when they're doing it, it's we are protecting ourselves. When the oppressed are doing it, it's you are being savages. You are being um, inhumane. Absolutely. We've seen, we're, we're seeing this play out in real time right now. Absolutely. Um, because we don't talk about why the revolt took place, right? We only look at the side of the people who are in power. They're not going to tell you about the years of oppression, the sexual violence, the familial separation, the humiliation, the brutality of the enslavers, or how deadly it was to work on a sugar plantation. No, no, no. They want to just maintain the delusion. We are brave and we successfully blotted out the brigands. Y'all... That is Ms. Kimberly Renee joining us here on another edition of Why Are You Bringing Up? Oh, you always enlighten us and give us knowledge and even some jokes in there. So I appreciate it all the time. For show sure, anytime. Where can they follow you to hear more? Of course, you can check me out on Instagram and TikTok at It's Kimberly Renee on my website, KimberlyRenee.com. There you have it. Don't say I ain't never shared nothing with you. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine. here you know i was just talking to the people here on the show rita and and, and jeremiah and and tj and supreme and i was just telling them that you've been in my dms just trying to convert me to be a lesbian and i'm I, first of all why do i have to say it like that a lesbian and you know, i say it like tj actually a lesbian no. tj how you say I lesbian i do not talk like that that's exa- how do you say it i would say lesbian Oh, okay. <laughs> she, she, like, the cold she was like, I'm going to lean into lesbian. Why you sounded like Siri? Um, but you know, uh, Rita, you were saying that like the, the same way people be like, see, that's why you need to get you a woman. You People will still tell you that you still ain't had the right Johnson. That's right. Yeah, and what is I your response get- to that? I don't respond. I get pics in my inbox okay. all the time. Uh, now, am I impressed by some of the pics? Yes, but that's where it stops. I'm impressed <laughs> by the but science. I don't want to be impressed. Yes, I'm fair. Yes, no, really. Like I have, I have, I have seen anatomy mm-hmm. that I felt should be in a journal of medicine. Okay, okay. Um, okay. and it was less. It was less like it wasn't even like I was looking at it like sexually. It was more just like, wow. It's like that. art. <laughs> yes. I mean, art. It, honestly, Jeremiah, I'm not even going to say it was art. It was science. It was just like, look at the human body. <laughs> Fascinating. What right. we are capable of. What we are capable of. Yeah. Well, but I was then past too that. intrigued. And then I <laughs> never did what I was supposed to do with it. So I was like, this is not my ministry. I shouldn't be doing this. That. Look at you. Right. You're like, if I'm studying this for. <laughs> I, look, Amanda, I That's was walking really down the funny. aisle 
I was walking down the aisle and I was like, damn, she fine. And then I just went you know on the aisle like. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's, That's wow. He's thinking you looking like, look at my friends. Nope. <laughs> no. Look at who my friend brought. Sure huh? I do. I do. Kinda. Well, Kinda. what I will tell you is this: your girl is single and chilling. That's what is really ha- that. Yes, move your shoulders. I'm single and chilling because the amount of foolery from men this month really said to me, like, you know what? You should stick to your animals and to painting. That's what you should stick to. You're not ready for this type of foolery. I hope y'all are ready for the foolery we got coming up uh, on Black Year News. St. Louis, well, this is actually not foolery. This is actually good. St. Louis's mayor, Tashara Jones, which I just love that that is St. Louis's St. Louis's mayor because that tracks. Uh, I want to remind you that Sexy Red is from St. Louis. St. Louis's mayor, Tashara Jones, is taking monetary matters into her own hands in a major way for families in need. Okay. Want to remind y'all, this is an example of why local politics matter. Um, we're also going to play a game called Guess That Celebrity in Confession. And uh, we got a Big Up Let Down starring Cher and Jay-Z, a.k.a. Oh, we got all of that coming up. All right. We also want to talk to you about our group chat topic of the week. Give us a call. Did you go to college? Are you using your degree? I want to hear from you. one 855 That's one 855 Are you using your degree? Call me up. We'll be right back. See you, Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Show y'all, I am Amanda Seals. It's time to get into some black urine news. Shout out to the Lou Midwest Swing. I was just as I know it, it was very difficult for me to learn how to Midwest swing. Like my roommate in college was really just like just knocking it down when when your man Nelly was up there as a Midwest swing. <laughs> and what is that what it was called? The Midwest swing? Or no, what am I missing the name? Do it. St. Louis. Hit them folks real quick. Was it the St. Louis Shuffle? <laughs> What was? <laughs> but it was like a there was you know there was an arm and a leg thing in there and it, it took me a minute but I, I got it I got it and I'm I'm just very proud of that because it took me a intense dedication. This is also going on at the same time as the um, Harlem Shake, so um, it was a lot. It was a lot. I do that one either. So, so uh, <laughs> shout out to St. Louis. Hundreds of low-income families in the Lou will soon see some financial relief as okay. monthly checks of $500 start arriving from the city's government. The new guaranteed basic income policy aims to reduce poverty, fight crime, and promote the development of the city. St. Louis Mayor Tashara O. Jones launched the St. Louis Guaranteed Basic Income Pilot Program on October 10th. 
Now, Mayor Jones, who signed the program into law last December, declared the St. Louis program is part of a larger trend of cities providing income guarantees to citizens. Now, St. Louis is joining more than 30 municipalities across the country in trying this new, exciting way to financially empower families and lift them out of poverty. I Mm. want y'all to think about this, because when we're talking about these elections moving forward, there are going Mm -hmm. to be so many people trying to convince you that voting doesn't matter or that you shouldn't vote. And whether or not you believe that on various levels of government in the local government, it is 100 percent factual that voting matters. This is happening (laughs) because people voted for Tashara O. Jones to Uh be the mayor. And she is now enacting this policy. Now, if she is not the mayor moving forward, someone else might say, you know what? I don't think this is valuable. And so we're going to cut it. However, by even starting this, you're able to get data that supports it. And then if you as the Mm -hmm. people support this, right, what ends up happening is the people who are running for office. And we always have to remember these people running for office. okay, they are not necessarily running because they want to do good for the people. Right. But you have Mm. to play to the realities of why they want to be in office. They want fame. They want power. They want Mm. status. Mm. So in order to play to that reality, you have to make yourself valuable in them attaining that goal. Mm -hmm. And that is what voting does specifically and particularly on a local level. Yep. So I just want to remind y'all that now we can't wait on institutions, right? Because racism is so institutionally embedded that we can't wait on institutions to do the right thing. If you can convince or support somebody in an individual position of power to do the right thing, then you can actually create data that makes it so that the next person feels like they have to do it if they want to mm-hmm. keep getting elected. Mm-hmm. And okay. other cities can also, like, you know, take it and mo- take that model and copy and paste. Cities. Yep. Well, I mean, right. I mean, she said she, this is like 30 other cities across the country are trying this, right? So just just some game right there, just some game. And this could be a model for also how to begin reissuing reparations. Mm -hmm. We have to consider reparations in a multitude of different ways, right? Some people think of reparations just as like one major fat check. But here she is providing checks monthly to people who normally would not have had that stimulus. I see you, Tashara. I would love to get her on the show. If anybody has a connect to Tashara O. Jones, the mayor of St. Louis, please connect us. I would love to have her on to talk about this. We'll be right back. Uh, Actually, before we go, we have to ask. Well, why should black people care? Why should black people care? Because real change doesn't start from the top up. It starts from the bottom and moves Mm. up on the local level. Amen. What are your thoughts about the program? Yeah. Think it's going to be good? Hit me up. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Apparently, the city of Compton is doing the same thing in L.A., and it is working. So, we love to see that. All right? Now, when we get back, we got a new segment calling Guess That Celebrity Confession. And uh, I'll be the one guessing. We'll get into it here on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Hope everybody's having a a good Tuesday, right? All right. Now, let's keep going uh, with this show because every day, it's like every day another celebrity gets on the internet and just shares too much information, right? By the way, y'all who keep coming on this internet to be like, I need to take a step back from the internet. Step back! Why did you step up to step back? No one needed to know. Um, But... 
when these celebrities do, okay, it's time to play another round of Guess That Celebrity Confession. All right. So Jeremiah, like the Bible, what is today's celebrity confession? All right, Amanda. So today's celebrity confession is that I call my husband daddy because he raised me. I call my husband daddy because he raised me. So a celebrity said this out mm-hmm. loud on the internet. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, what is the occupation of the person? Their occupation is comedian. The occupation is comedian. Mm-hmm. A comedian? Oh, no. <laughs> this is not Monique. Oh, no. <laughs> Is this is Monique. Monique. Oh my God! Come on, let's play the audio, guys. There's audio. I thought audio. she typed this. <laughs> and a lot of black women would say, "Why do you call him daddy? Because he's raising me. He's raising me. My father probably stopped giving me what I needed when I was around 13 years old. So now you got a woman that's 13, and now I'm 35." And now I got a bunch of money, what we consider to be a bunch of money. Let me just be real clear about that. Okay. Now I got this money. Now I'm taking care of everybody. Who going to check me, boo? Who going to make me grow up? You're equal. I'm just trying to understand why she always delivers these wildly toxic and problematic statements in this voice of like guruness. You know what I'm saying? It's an Iyanla right. tone. Right. Because he's raising me. Because he's raising me. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> well, she actually did respond because you know, people on, on the internet was talking about her. She says the people that get it, get it. And the ones that don't. The people that get it are in the same place as you. <laughs> Sis, the reason I say this is because it be hurting my heart. I be just like, damn, sis, like this ain't, this ain't, I mean, it, you know, actually, let me just say this. The, 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 the Negro spiritual goes, if you like it, <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swing low, sweet chariot. If you like it, I love it. Well, that was a fun game. We should do that more often. Uh, that was a that was the first time ever that we played unnecessary celebrity confessions, and that is oh yeah, yo, that was a good one. Thank y'all for taking me down that very troubling road. Uh, <laughs> call us, let me know. Actually, do y'all want to make a confession? Mm. Hit me up. One eight five five Amanda eight. I would love to hear y'all's yes. confessions. One eight five five Amanda eight. Call me. I promise I won't judge you. You know I'm gonna judge you, but you're gonna love it. It's like when people sit at the front row of the comedy show. You're like, don't pick on me, but pick on me. Ah, that's crazy. All right. Now up next we got the big up let down. Share and Jay Z. Who's gonna get the props? Who's gonna get the blows? Keep it locked to find out. We'll get into it here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. <laughs> the conversations that we have in off air, y'all, do not understand. Like, we were just talking about how Monique is calling her husband daddy. Mm-hmm. Now, TJ and Rita chimed in, okay? Rita has said, 
well, daddy is not even sexual. I agree. But what did you say that you feel like does have a tone? I like Poppy. Like, yeah, come here, Poppy. I can do. I can deal with Poppy. Not daddy. Deal with Poppy. Mm-hmm. And then. And I get- <laughs> go ahead, say, say, go say your, say your piece. I, I, I like Big Daddy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what is this show becoming? What is it becoming? What's that? <laughs> On a Tuesday. <laughs> On a Tuesday, she said, "I like Big Daddy." I don't even. That sounds like he drives a van. You know what I mean? Like Big Daddy sounds like someone who owns a closet of linen pants. Drives a van and has a Bluetooth. You're like, looking at it wrong, Amanda. You're looking at <laughs> it. Am wrong. I? It's the wrong vision. It's yeah. the wrong vision because I saw Stacey Adams in my vision. I feel like for Big Daddy, like the lights have to be at a certain level. There has to be music, wine, and like I have mm-hmm. to be speaking in a tonality because I would be like, "Hey, Big Daddy." <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about Poppy. You gotta be sexy with it, okay? But what if he's short? Is it offensive if you call him Little Daddy? Is that offensive? <laughs> Rita. What? Remind me to one day tell y'all the story. And I tell the story on stage about when I was engaging in relations with an individual who was who was conservative in the anatomy no. department. Okay. Oh. And you know, as a as a show of support um and confidence, you know, I would just throw things out there, you know, just to just to, you know, just, just to liven the mood. And so I I did at one point throw in a big, I think I did say a big daddy type of scenario. And he took it so far that he started oh. to believe that he was. Mm-hmm. That he, yeah. And then he just started, wow. he got out of hand. And I had to, and I had to like, he, yeah, he, he was go like, there with him. You can I go couldn't. With him. I, <laughs> I was like, now you're trying to make me a liar. Now you're trying to make me a liar. I can't do it, playboy. I can't do it. I can't. You ain't like yeah. him. You ain't like him. I did. I liked him enough to have a whole mixtape of sounds that I would make just to, you know, feel like we were really... Mixtape of sounds is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get into this big up, let down, messing around with y'all. Tay days. Okay, so you can't tell me, but I'm pretty sure that Cher, who is our big up, we should be calling her Big Daddy. Okay? Because (laughs) her relationship is still going strong after a year. But Alexander A.E. Edwards, her boo who is less than half her age, reported that it's not because of him. It's because her sexual appetite at seven to seven is wearing him out. Your man got to stay fully hydrated, messing around with, do you believe in love after love? Yes, she does. She believes in love after love, after love, after love in one night, actually. Um, Sources say that although, again, he is less than half her age, he can't keep up with her nonstop stamina. And by sources, they mean him. He's the one saying this. He's the source, okay? And it feels like a cry for help, if you, if you ask me. Listen, he's ready to tap out. He's like, it's chafing. It's chafing. It's too much. I don't know why today's show has been so sexual. I feel like after 75 or maybe even mm-hmm. 65, you're no longer a cougar. Like, there's got to no. be an, another level that you go to. So maybe she's not a cougar, but she's a unicorn. But then unicorn feels like so mystical. You know what I'm saying? Then then we got a barracuda. Honestly, that's the one one. to me for me. I think a barracuda. Aggressive. You cut cut through. You cut through. (laughs) And then we got big mama. I mean, 
All right, now we didn't did so much talking. I didn't even have time for the letdown. So you got to stick around. We're going to come back right here for the letdown right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. And we are here in the middle of a big up, big up and a let down. Our, our big up went to share her libido and her new name. She's not a cougar. She's a big mama. <laughs> I'm also going to say that Barracuda for like anyone 65 and over feels like a real strong option after Puma, Cougar, Barracuda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with it. I'm with um, it. You know, I, I just, I feel like these are all folks battling for just being out here. Like, if it's not Jada, it's Monique. If it's not Monique, it's Cher. It's like, all y'all are just like, no, let me tell my too much information. I don't know. Someone else, uh, someone mentioned that they they were like, what about Sabertooth? <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't get a chance to get to the letdown. So let's get to the letdown. Letdown. So today's letdown goes to all of y'all who thought lunch with Jay-Z would be more valuable than $500,000. Okay. I don't know what y'all was thinking, but no. Your man Hove said this. There's something interesting online, Jay. I'd love to hear what you think about this. If you had a choice between getting paid $500,000 in cash or lunch with Jay-Z, yeah. which would you choose? You got to take, take the money. What, you gonna, what I'm going to say? Yeah, I mean, everything now I'm going to say? No, everything? no, only because people say, of course you take, you take lunch with Jay-Z because the wisdom that you would get from him would, would be so uh, beneficial to you. There would yeah. only be a matter. You but, would take the money. Yeah, because you, you got the you got all that in the music for for ten ninety nine. That's a that's a bad deal. I would I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Like your man's is a capitalist, y'all. <laughs> Jay Z said that's a bad deal. Why would you have lunch with me when you could just listen to the albums? Can't listen. stop by from drinking my ties with Tata. Not in the vata. Ha ha. Papa. We're life. Honestly, 444 is the album where he like does a lot of the teaching, right? Like 444 is where he's like, I'm a grown man, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So there you go. The, the the It's settled. It's like the dress online. Like, is this a blue and white striped dress or is this a pink and green striped dress? Now we have got this Jay-Z. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Dead. Do not pay for dinner with me. (laughs) 
Don't do it. Get your 500,000 and download the album on title. <laughs> there you have it. All right, that is today's Let Down. Let Down. Remember to hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll go to the phone lines and uh, take some calls from you. Also remember, we have a group chat topic every week. And we love to hear from you all when we have our group chat topic. Now, our group Mm -hmm. chat topic this week is, are you using your college degree? Okay, people went to college. And then they got a degree and then they ended up not using it. And so there's been a study that's saying that the the necessity of a degree is going down. And I want to know if y'all are using the degree or also like even if you don't use a degree, did it was it helpful to at least go to college? Right. Right. Because there's other learning that you get there outside of the degree. I want to hear from you. So please call me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with more Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals. Today is October 24th, 2023. It was on this day in 1935 that Langston Hughes' play Mulatto opened on Broadway. It was the first black authored play to become a long run Broadway hit. I would have mm. just loved to have lived in that time for just a week. In That's 1935? Just for a week. Okay. Just for a week. <laughs> Just, for, just with the blacks, you know, That's like true. up there in Harlem, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like hanging out on a Sunday with the, yeah, like with the vibe. Just again, just for a week. Like some people <laughs> are like, oh, I want to go back in time. I'm like, yeah, but just like for a moment. Like very specific moment. This one right here. This one right here. Very, very specific <laughs> moment. Yes. Like I want to actually go back and go to the play. <laughs> How about right, that? Right. Let me say that very specific. Let me just go back. Just run it. Just run around for a little bit. Let me go to a rent party in Harlem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let me just let me just hang out with Langston and Zora with the kids. All right. That's that. Okay. Um, but Langston Hughes, of course, one of our greatest authors of all time. I have known reverse. This life ain't been no crystal stare. Mm. Also, I just really feel like Langston was, he was one of the girls and I'm sure he was just <laughs> cutting up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just would have loved to have been at a party where like someone came at Langston sideways and he just roasted them. You one of the girls and you a poet? I was you roasting. He, he a writer. He, he be writing Y'all drinking absinthe? Like y'all on a different thing. You know what I'm saying? The the weed back then was probably like super pure. Like they was on some otherness. They was on some otherness. Then you got Zora next to you, like, come on, like, come on, like, get him, get him with it. I want to be there. Uh, but we're happy to have y'all here coming up this hour in Black Your News. We got a black NYU law student is speaking out after their job offer was rescinded following a pro-Palestine letter. And this is one person out of Many people. Okay, this is this is real McCarthyism going on right here over a country that's not our country. Just so we're clear. Okay, uh, Tyler Perry speaks out about his non-deal with Paramount Global to buy BET. And every time I talk about this story, I'm going to make sure that I mention to y'all, I had already told y'all this is how it was happening. I had said it. I did say it. Okay, 
We also have Why You Bringing Up O-ish with Kimberly Renee. She's going to run us back on the uh, the Gulf Coast Rebellion. That was it, right? The Gulf Rebellion of 2011. Mm. So we're going to get into that. That was a little known rebellion that was... 1911. Whew. What did I say? I said 1811. You said 2011. 2011. <laughs> no, the Gulf Coast Rebellion in 2011 is like, you know, people like mad that they couldn't get inside to a cash money concert. Like, that's what that sounds like. Um, no, this is the 1811 version. All right, we're also going to talk about how black do we feel today. All that's coming up next right here on the Amanda Seal Show. You know what to do. Keep it locked right here. And if you haven't gotten your tickets, I will be in Los Angeles on November 19th doing a screening of my comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust going down at the Hollywood Improv at 7 p.m. and I hope that y'all will come through and join me as we do trivia. I'll give away free stuff, stickers, pins, posters. We'll watch the documentary then we'll have a Q&A slash forum about just where we are politically as a people, right? Everyone is welcome, but as we typically know, I am always black focused. And so I hope that y'all will come through and, uh, you know, have these conversations with me on November 19th. That's a Sunday, 7 p.m. at the Hollywood Improv. Get your tickets at amandaseals.com. Remember, when you support these types of events, you let these places know like, oh, we actually care about this type of stuff. So hopefully you'll show your love. If you don't live in L.A., go tell a friend that they need to get their tickets and come through. All right. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is Amanda Seals. And uh, I feel like I've been yelling the whole show. I feel like I've been literally talking at this volume the whole show, which I don't. I don't know why. Um, so I'm going to bring it down a notch. I'm going okay. to bring it down a notch. So y'all have been seeing these stories. Of people who have been losing their jobs, losing job opportunities, um, you know, a number of different just repercussions for literally just saying they support Palestine um, or even just like I'm against genocide. Mm -hmm. Right. Like they're just like, I don't stand for genocide. And apparently that is like some really radical um, stance to have in some cases, apparently. So Rhino Workman, uh, whose pronouns are they, them, is a black law student and student body president at NYU. And they recently had a job offer rescinded due to their support of Palestinian people. So Rhino penned a letter to their classmates revealing their unwavering and absolute solidarity with Palestinians in their resistance against oppression toward liberation mm -hmm. and self-determination, as she should. Well, in response to this, um, she was removed as president of the Student Bar Association. And the law firm Winston and Strawn withdrew their postgraduate job offer to workmen due to their support for Palestinians. I hope the NAACP Legal Defense Fund has called her and offered her a job in, the, in place. If not, right. where's the Cochrane firm? Give her a ring. If it ain't the Cochrane firm, then where's our brother Ben Crump? Holla at him. I keep saying her. I'm sorry. I am misgendering her. Holler them. Holler at them. Holler at them. Because I, I don't know what is happening. This Listen. is not allowed. Like they, them losing their job opportunity. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is something that they can't fight, but there are people losing their actual jobs. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to understand how this is legal. I actually don't think it's legal. It's completely unconstitutional. It's just that they are banking on that folks are not going to take the legal action mm -hmm. of taking them to court, et cetera. Right. Because right. it is 100% protected in the First Amendment. Right. Your free speech. This is 
Yeah. It's free speech and it is not, I mean, there is a version of this that can be weaponized into, oh, this is, um, you know, anti-Semitism, but it is not. It simply is not. And um, that is going to be the fight that a lot of people have to fight. Uh, I had to have that conversation with someone recently and it is really frustrating. But would you want just, Amanda to have people who are like going to the law field, someone who is passionate about like human rights and say, as an employee, I feel like that would show that. Well, I don't know person, what her, what type of law they're practicing. That's sure. You know, that I don't know if it's criminal. I don't know if it's criminal law. I don't know if it's uh white, you know, white collar law. I don't know if it's finance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and ultimately, you know, okay. So like a lot of these contracts, they have like morality clauses, mm-hmm. right? Where you can't like, if you get arrested or if you have some type of, um, you do some type of defamatory behavior or whatever, like they can actually fire you. But in this case, um, it's, it's, it's whatever somebody's, whatever somebody's, um, contract says, if you're saying I do not support genocide, they are definitely going to have to like flip some of that word, some of those words to make it into something that is legitimate. That's, I mean, I may be shooting in the dark here, but I feel really strongly about that. Now, do you think that your politics should affect you being in your position? And when I say politics, that's different than hate speech. Mm-hmm. Very different. Okay. Very different than hate speech. And it's frustrating that it's being considered to be the same thing. Um, but I want to hear from you guys. one 855 8 That's one 855 Then we always have to ask the question, why should black people care? Because standing up for your humanity shouldn't mean losing your livelihood. That's right. Keep it coming. Keep those calls coming. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. We're going to talk about Tyler Perry. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals, and we got to talk about Tyler Perry and BET. All right. Now, if you um, remember, Tyler Perry was one of the people that was bidding for BET when it was available for purchase earlier this year. We also had right. uh, Byron Doug. No, what's his name? Byron Allen. Byron Allen was also in the list. Um, Puff Daddy was also involved. Mm-hmm. Shaq was on the list as well. Oh, that's right. Shaquille. Shaquille O'Neal was also <laughs> involved. Okay. Now, Tyler Perry 
said, don't try to get me to pay for something that's not worth anywhere near the value because reports claim that he offered up to $2 billion for BET and at least one offer was for as much as $3 billion. But according to Paramount Dang. Global, they said that accepting these bids was not going to work because a sale wouldn't result in any meaningful deleveraging of its balance sheet, which is a fancy way of saying that you would be selling it for less than it worth than it's worth. Mm. Um and so right now BET, you know Black Entertainment Television, it's a white owned company. <laughs> I just I can't even make one. this stuff up, y'all. So Tyler Perry, he owns a minority stake in the company. But he alluded to the fact that Paramount overvalued BET. Right. right. And was trying to basically play in his face and run him. They was trying to hit him in the head, y'all, is what he's saying. They was trying to hit him in the head. Now, somebody else has said that. Somebody else. Who said that? It's me, it's me, it's me, it's me again. That's right. It's Amanda Seals. I be knowing. I have said that because I want to know where in the entertainment television blackness is BET worth over $3 billion. Explain it to me. So there's that. So he said, yeah, you know, y'all ain't going to get it. But I think that if he Uh had bought it, like there was so many like, you know, golden opportunities that they could have got through. Medea goes to 106 and Park, right? Okay. Gospel rap city. Mm, How about that? Why did I get married to Will? The Jada Pinkett story. That would have been a real humdinger. Oh, yeah. Folks would have turned up to watch that. The so Housewives of Tyler Perry Studios. They could have done the Housewives <laughs> of Tyler Perry's house. The thing is so big. Everybody gets a wing. And then, of course, we could have gone digital okay. and had Medea goes to see this world. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Old and new. Old and new. I want to see it. All right. That would have been some things. And none of those shows really, really involved wigs. No. So the quality would have still been up there. Wigs or, or real food on the plates. I just will never get over that. I know some of y'all are like, Amanda, you are so petty. Why do you always reference that? And I just, as a performer, I will never, ever get over that. I'm sorry. I'll never get over that. I won't. You know what I also won't get over? I won't get over what we have coming up next, which is Kimberly Renee, this week's historian for why you bringing up old hish. She's going to teach us about the Gulf Coast Rebellion. Is that what it was called? Damn. Yes. The Gulf Coast Rebellion of 1811. I will never get over what this country has done to black people and what it has forced us to do. And she going to remind us. That's what we all, we always got to be reminded. And we're going to do that right here when we get back to the Amanda Seals show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and it is time to find out. How black do you feel today? All right, let's get into it. How black do y'all feel today? That is a great question. Thank you for the question. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel black love black but I'm not gonna put no names on it because as we know you put a name on it the couple show up next week saying they hate each other so we're just gonna say <laughs> black love um, because today is my parents 36th wedding anniversary so shout oh, out to wow. my parents and their black love 
hopefully they don't hate each other. You know, they haven't said anything. No books have come out. No interviews have come out. So fingers crossed. That's wonderful. I want to say that I feel Jay-Z black, just to okay. keep it simple. Uh, I just think it's pretty <laughs> impressive. Like anytime people are contemplating whether they want to have dinner with you or take $500,000, like you yeah. that Negro, you are that Negro. So. Yeah, that is a special level of black. You're right. <laughs> I aspire to that. All right, Supreme, what you got? How black do you feel today? Um, I feel as black as taking a picture in the B-boy stance. Like, that's how okay. black I'm feeling today. Um, I had some pictures going on this weekend. I took pictures with Michelle Williams, Roxanne Shante, and oh, I've wow. been taking the same pose for the past couple years. <laughs> so I want to bring it back. You know, I, I'm I'm talking B-boy stance like Lil Mama and Jay-Z standing on the stage. Oh, B-boy okay. stance. That's how I'm trying to Got go it. the rest of the year. I mean, listen, they bringing <laughs> B-boy into the Olympics in 2024. So you just revving up. You revving up. Go. TJ, how black do you feel today? Okay, it's got a little jingle to it. I feel, oh, baby, black. <laughs> Okay, Shanti. Okay. <laughs> and it is a Shanti because I think she looks amazing. And I'm so glad that she and Nelly are back together. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? Let me just say this, though. You don't know nothing about them. Like, I, I feel like we be like, we are so glad so and so is back together. Who knows what level of toxicity <laughs> is taking place? It just looks If y'all good. ever see me, if y'all see me back with my ex, you better be like, now, now hold up now. <laughs> Y'all better ask me a series of questions that there are only right answers to, okay? The first question is, how much therapy did y'all go to before you decided to do this? And the second question is, did he pay you back? Did he pay you back? (laughs) The third question is, has money been put in escrow for the future of the relationship? Now, how black do I feel today? Um, I feel, I feel Dionne Warwick black. Um, because she sang a song about friends, you know, and she said, Mm, you know, keep smiling, keep shining, knowing that you can always count on me for sure. That's what friends are for. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people are really using the word friend like way out of pocket. And Mm. I have had to very clearly tell people like, for me, friend is a strong word because I take it seriously to not just have friends, but to be a friend. So just knowing me for a long time don't make you my friend. I've known a lot of people for a long time that I do not like. All right. That is How Black Do You Feel Today right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine. Amanda Seal Show, y'all. We up. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn because it is time for the word of the day. I, I've never heard this word before, but I instantaneously love it. Okay. The word of the day is a verb, and the word is mollycoddle, not to be confused with mollywop. <laughs> okay, is it the okay? Mollywop is to knock somebody out. Is mollycoddle like to? aggressively um, smother someone with affection and love, maybe? That is correct! 
Yeah, I was going to say something really? close to that. I was going to say But let me tell you the comedy about that. Molly Wap is, com- to, me, to my knowledge, Molly Wap is A-A-V-E. Like, it's not right. actually a real word. But Molly Coddle is an actual word. And you were right. It is... Uh, to treat someone with an excessive or absurd degree of indulgence or attention. Women are raised to molly coddle any man with a steady paycheck. I just want to say this is uh, this is Amanda, Amanda Seal show history. This is the first time I've gotten the guess right. I've endured a lot, a lot of months. <laughs> is words. it really? Oh man, not no. a speech. A word that I, I didn't know. I'm mean, a word that I've known. <laughs> Supreme said not the speech. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Molly coddle. I really love that word. Molly coddle. It is to treat someone with an excessive or absurd degree of indulgence or attention. Now, y'all know that every Friday I test Supreme and Jeremiah on the words of the week. So, you know, y'all should make sure that you listen to Friday shows so that you can get tested too. Because the way that we retain these words is to get tested on them. That's just how it works. I know some of y'all are like, why we got to have a pop quiz? Because that's how we retain things. Okay, we get tested on it and then we use it. So that's that. That's why y'all, the Christians, be like, you see, God is testing you. (laughs) The higher power is testing you to see if you really learned your lesson. Okay. All right. Now see, now TJ know that because she Uh, was the EP of an inspiration show for seven years. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now coming up this hour, we got politicians say the darndest thing. Speaking of hallelujah, when we get to that segment, you're going to understand the connection. And we have 60 second headlines, uh, plus the big up let down. Remember, if you miss any of the show, if you miss any of this show right here, the Amanda Seal show, you can listen to our daily podcast. It's available everywhere you get your podcast. All you got to do is search the Amanda Seal show. You can also check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. This week, we did a replay of my 2021 episode, Side Effects of Palestine, where my biological sister, Netta, whose mother is Palestinian, she joined us to talk about Palestinian history, about ethnic cleansing, about what's going on, uh, and and, and really give folks a much needed quick perspective that they should research the other side of as well, but to give them a grounding foundation on really what is taking place over there in Palestine. So make sure you check that out wherever you get your podcast. You can also watch it on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV. We'll be right back with another politician saying something dumb. It's the Amanda Seals Show. All right, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, and it is time for us to get into another edition of Politicians Say the Darnest Things. I mean, honestly, at this point, we could just run clips from this man and we'll have a show for eternity, guys. <laughs> for sure. For so sure. today's politician is some people's favorite president, Sexy Red, I'm talking to you, Donald Trump, because he had this to say about his pick for the new House Speaker. Let's take a listen. Something's going to happen. It'll be positive. It'll end up working well. I'm staying above it. I have to right now. But I've uh, spoken to just about all the candidates or quite a few of them. And they're terrific people. You know, that fourth threshold is very tough. It's a very tough thing, no matter who it is. I said, there's only one person that can do it all the way. You know who that is? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus came down and said, I want to be speaker. He would do it. Other than that, I haven't seen, I haven't seen anybody that can guarantee it. But at some point, I think we're going uh, to have somebody pretty soon. This man said that Jesus Christ is the only one who could be Speaker of the House. <laughs> All these Speakers of the House that we done had, and it taking Jesus now to be Speaker of the House? 
I mean, when the Republicans are the devil, I mean, maybe <laughs> that's the only thing that can help them on that side. Child, first of all, I don't think that Jesus would be like the best speaker of the house. That's true. Now, he didn't even, he wasn't even about that. He's like, I don't even like y'all. What? He was very <laughs> anti-establishment, <laughs> anti-the folks. He would find out that like members of Congress are actually like buying stocks and he would flip tables because he's like, ain't no gambling in here. <laughs> Why y'all gambling with these people's tax money? <laughs> Don't let them find out what, what uh, Clarence Thomas is doing with them uh, gifts. He got really shit. Listen, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was politicians are saying, and you're right. We could literally just play Donald Trump quotes every day and we would never run out of darndest things that he has said because he is the worst, the worst. Um, all right, we'll be right back. Before I go, I want to say, speaking of politicians things that aren't just things, Obama put out a statement about mm-hmm. Palestine and Israel. And a lot of people have a lot of feelings about it. And uh, so we're, we're going to get into it tomorrow. We're going to break it down and talk about it tomorrow. A lot of people are very, uh, you know, they, they're like, you know, he's... Some people feel like the statement was enough. Some people feel like it was too much. Some people feel like, you know, it was expected. Uh, some people feel like it was literally trash uh but i haven't formed an opinion yet because i haven't had a time to sit with it yet so i will do that and share it with y'all tomorrow all right make sure you keep it locked and if you miss any of the show you check us out wherever you get your podcast we'll be right back with some second headline the amanda seal show we up we up we up yes y'all see amanda seal show your girl amanda seals here time to get on out of here thank you so much for joining us on this lovely tuesday uh, we got into a bunch of stuff. Americans are losing faith in America. <laughs> no kidding, because we are watching Rome fall. This is this, I can see how that would happen as you're watching yeah. an empire fall and disintegrate before your eyes. Also, uh, Paramount Global missing out on some global golden programming opportunities after the Tyler Perry BET deal fell through. Yeah, we got some ideas of what they could have gotten into. So make sure you check us out for that. Also, the mayor of St. Louis getting her public servant on, launching a guaranteed basic income policy for families in need. Big deal. We also debuted our Unnecessary Celebrity Confessions game. Yep. And, uh, I guessed correctly to my chagrin. So make sure you check that out. You remember, again, if you miss any of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seal Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. Also keep those calls coming in. All right. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Our group chat topic of the week is... Did you go to college? Do you use the degree that you went to in college? Like, tell me. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Before I go, I want to say this. So once you speak up about something, it's almost like everybody else in every group expects you to speak about their group. And I understand that because when you're someone like me who has like a certain amount of followers on Instagram, people obviously love their people. So they want to platform the plight of their people. I always want to remind y'all, I am a black American woman. I have got so much to platform about my own people. And I will always put us first. I will always put our work, our efforts, our needs, our love first. Always. Now, when I see 
things that are within my reach of understanding and knowledge. I have to speak to that because that's the truth and the type of life that I live. But I will never accept pressure from anyone to speak about anything unless it is something that I feel comfortable and informed about. All right. And 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 something and I, I need to say that because I've been seeing a lot of black people getting pressured from people like you need to be talking about this. You need to be talking about this. Now, my thing is, when you see me saying like, hey, you need to get educated about this. You need to get educated about this. Right. But I, I, I I'm like, no, the people I'm saying that need to be talking about specifically Palestine and Israel. I'm specifically talking about the Jewish people who are in support of the release of Palestine from the grips of apartheid. That is who needs to be speaking. Everybody else, we are here to support those voices being raised. All right. We'll be here tomorrow. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.